0: I just don't have a fear regarding other people's opinions and judgments and criticisms. People have their fucking perspectives. And then I think what also helps is realizing everyone's fucked up. What does that mean? Everyone's fucked up in his or her own way, where it's like these same people that you're so afraid of, like you don't want to approach a girl on the escalator because you're afraid of what other people will think because they think that they might perceive you as like harassing some girl or something. And it's like, what, what's going on in that person's life? Like he or she goes to work for eight hours a day, never says hi to a single person in life, goes home, swipes around on Tinder. Like, what? I mean, what do people do? <laughs> yeah, I mean that. You're definitely right. So people, like people, have their own fucking problems. Like the same, right. the same people you're afraid of have no idea. Uh, they have no idea what they're doing in life. Yeah, you're right. Everyone. They're not any more of an authority. Everyone's fucked up. And I think the other thing is, you're going to get older, and you're going to realize none of it mattered. This is sort of like what I hope for you. Like if if I have a goal, it's to transfer my mindset to other guys. That's my aim. It's to, if I could, if I could wish anything, it's to give my mindset to other guys. That's sort of what I'm trying to do. Because if you could, if you could get in my mind, it's a matter of like, you would be, you would be astounded that like, as, as you age, you're going to start to see that none of this, none of it mattered nothing mattered no one cared like you're going to get to like 64 and you're going to look back at like kids in their 20s kids in their 30s you'll perceive kids in, you'll you'll perceive people in their 30s as kids like you'll look back and you'll be like they're just kids none of it fucking matters oh there's some bold 27 year old yeah i was young once and like i wasn't bold like none of it fuck <clears throat> none, none of it none of it fucking mattered that's what you're going to see as long as you have good intent intent shines through i think that's another reason why I don't carry fear as far as my actions is concerned because i ultimately come from a good place people might not agree from a moral perspective as far as like my promiscuity and stuff people might not agree with it people don't have to agree with it but like my intent is good like I'm not an evil person there's nothing sinister right there's nothing sinister there's no like uh attempt at deceit i'm not beguiling that's definitely true. So like my intent is good. That's why I think I that helps me not care about other people's opinions. I think if I were trying to hide something, if I were like, if I came from a, a really genuinely negative place and like I were trying to undermine people or deceive people, or if I were trying to like manipulate people in an unhealthy way, I think maybe I would care more about other people's opinions. 행동하는 모습을 전부 다 돌이켜 생각할수록 너의 진심이 더 꿈꿈해지는 girl. Girl. girl girl You're so ambiguous 난 못해 무엇도 아니 어쩌면 기적을 바라질러 또 확실한 표현을 원하지 마 너의 미소 띈 표정이 잊어 요즘 따라 내꺼일 텐데 I just left the gym. <clears throat> and so I'm in there, and, like, this chick walks in. She's probably, like, she's almost my height. She's, she's like, probably a good 5'7 or so. She looks Chinese. Very attractive girl. She's wearing, like, black spandex. Like, basically, she walks in, and she's just, like, a head turner. Like, clearly, like, the guys, everyone's fucking looking at her, doing, like, the standard gym thing, like, pretending like you're not really looking at her. But everyone clearly is. Um... So, like, she comes over into the weight area. And I'm, I'm like, nearing the end of my workout anyway. She comes into the, like, the weight area. And, like, every guy is just fucking, like, eyeballing her. And there's, like, this other, like, pretty big guy, big Japanese guy. He's got, like, his singlet on, like, big deltoids and stuff. And you can tell he's, like, trying to, like, flex in her vicinity. He's, like, trying to flex in her vicinity. I'm just, like, eyeballing that. So, anyway, sorry, I'm at an intersection. Anyway, uh, maybe after about five minutes, I like finish up my workout. I walked right up to her, introduced myself. Everyone's fucking looking on. Uh, I chat with her for like, I don't know, no more than like 45 seconds. She's Indonesian. And she's like, I'm 18. I was like, cool, I'm 32. Um, And then I was like Well we should just exchange contacts And we did OMG OMG Out of this world crazies I know Uh, It's not that that's so outrageous And a big deal It's more just like That's real time in field And also You just can't wait for shit to come to you in life Like you have to go get it You know, every fucking dude in the gym was eyeballing her. Every fucking dude. And I wasn't the biggest. I wasn't the tallest, you know. And I just, uh, it's not important, you know. Uh, Confidence overrides these things. I preach that enough. That's it, dude. I think it was like 14 or so and i think yeah i had like a mega approach day it was going really well and the thing is um that day was actually cut short because i had to go meet friends for dinner that was kind of what happened like i think i was out i was doing like my standard like you know two hours of approach it was a it was a good approach day and then it was a situation where it was like well I was meeting friends in like an hour and a half or something. And I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to do for the next hour and a half? Like it was just enough time to do absolutely nothing apart from just like continuing to approach, like not even really to go to the gym by the time I'd get there, have my workout. Like it was just, um, so I think I just had a long approach day and I was doing really, really, uh, I was just having high conversions and then I hit like 14 and then actually it was 14. I remember that. And then I had, yeah, I had to go meet friends for dinner. So it actually got cut short. And I remember thinking, like, uh, that I wasn't, like, intending to be outcome-oriented, but I was curious. I was like, hmm, you know, like, if I'm, if I weren't going to meet friends for dinner right now, like, I wonder, like, how high I could actually get, you know? Uh, It was just based on probabilities. And, like, just people happen to be receptive that day. Um, And, yeah, obviously yesterday, for me, was a good day as well. And... But, you know, I never get high on my own supply. Like, I have the awareness, you know, of course, that I'll go out and do, like, my 20, 30-plus approaches, like, today, tomorrow, whenever, and, you know, get much lower conversions. So that's just uh, the ebb and flow, right? The fact that you'd even, like, think taking a, re- a rejection like that is a big deal uh, says you don't approach a lot that's what's interesting it says you either don't approach a lot or if you were to counter that by saying no michael i actually do approach a lot i really really do then that would mean that despite your high level of approach you somehow remain locked in an emotional state where you feel entitlement like you feel entitlement to a girl being interested in you bro like let me tell you something and i'm not like saying this kind of something like i take rejections where like girls act like i'm creepy all the fucking time, like, harsh rejections, there, there are times, and I'm not perfect, I'm not, I'm not perfect, like, I, I'm trying to improve, like, um, I take rejections where after the fact I say, like, fuck that, or fuck off, or, like, I'll tell a girl, fuck you sometimes, like, um, it, it happens, like, it's not good, it really is not good, and I feel bad after I do it, um, but, like, you know, we have to eliminate entitlement, like, that's sort of my responsibility i have to step up and do that like i can't allow for um i shouldn't word it like that i just think that it's like i think i can be a good influence and kind of push that like we can't have entitlement to girls being interested in us like you have to understand that rejection is normal and that harsh rejections are not about you bro It's not about you. Like, you have to realize that that harsh rejections, like, where they're not, the girl is rude, that is actually a normal part of uh, the dating process. That's a normal part of meeting people. Like, the same same exact way that when you go out and approach, let's say, 20 girls, we'll just use that number. Let's say you go out and approach 20 girls, and the majority are going to be rejections, right? We know that that's normal already, no matter what you say or do no matter who you are, no matter what you look like. So of the majority that are going to be rejections anyway, you have to figure that, uh, that you can further break those rejections down and that there's going to be some that are very gentle that are like the girl maybe just ignores you or she just like kind of, even sometimes will chat with you and smile and then not want to exchange contacts anyway. That's on one end of the spectrum. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you're going to get girls who are really rude about things. Uh, You have to expect that spectrum to be normal. So, um, yeah, I think like this is sort of a double enforcing loop. It's a positive reinforcement loop. In other words, if you, um, come from the angle of like first, just not trying to react negatively, that will help you, uh, eliminate your entitlement and, and, embrace rejection right that'll help you in order it'll help you embrace rejection that way but i just like not by trying to not react negatively uh and then in turn like trying to embrace rejection and seeing it as normal will further allow you to not respond negatively to girls rejecting you but yeah i just want to make a point dude i get rejected rudely all the fucking time all the fucking time uh i don't take it personally like it's normal and um even times when I could theoretically take it personally. And there have been times when girls have made it about my looks. Like it's clear to me, like it's about my looks or it's about something like I'm not tall enough or like life isn't fair. And like, we can't dwell about things. The cool thing is that confidence ultimately overrides, uh, lack of looks and lack of wealth. I've preached that before. So even if there is going to be an occasional girl who, you know rejects me for a more superficial superficial reason and that that's okay like there's still going to be even hotter girls even hotter girls than the ones who rejected me uh who will be interested in me for the confidence that i exude so it's seven fifty-seven p.m on tuesday here in japan <clears throat> I just met up with a Tinder date at 7.15 p.m. So this is literally, to a T, what I've been fucking talking about. 45 minutes. That's under, that's 42 minutes. This isn't a joke. So I met up with her. We walked immediately to a cafe. We're speaking in boring English. She's, like, cute enough. And after maybe, I don't know, Wasn't counting 20, 25, 30 minutes in the cafe. I just transitioned. I just said, like, you like movies? She's like, yeah, I love movies. I'm like, great. So what's your favorite movie? She said something like Disney. I'm like, okay, wonderful. I got plenty of movies on my computer. I'm, like, making that transition. I'm like, we can go back to my place, watch a movie. It's, like, two minutes by train. Uh, We'll, like, head that way. She's like, where? Like, your place? You want to go to your place? And I'm like, Yeah yeah like we'll just go there like didn't react just like yeah okay let's go there she's like i can't go to your place now. i'm just like all right like zip walk you to the station um and then, you know i try not to be rude about it it's not like hey i stand up from the table like that's it you know like i just like okay cool walk you to the station you know just gently sit my water kind of thing you know just that's it and then uh we walk out of the cafe make more small chat with her that was it fucking 42 minutes Um, you know, now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna approach, so busy station here, well lit, so even though it's late, you know, uh, can still do that, but, um, that's it. So I just had a cafe date with this attractive Japanese woman in her 30s, and this may have been like a language barrier kind of thing. I was like, "Let's go watch a movie at my place." She's like, "Yeah, that sounds good." We like take the train back to my place, and we're like getting near my place, and she like she just fucking bails. Like we're literally like near my place, already off the train, and she's just like, "Oh, this is like scary." She's like, "I have to go," and she like starts walking the other way, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I like turn around, like, "Are you?" I'm like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Are you okay?" She's like, "Scary." She's like, "I have to go." I have to. She's like walking. Away, I just let her walk. It's like get the fuck out of here. I've never, I've never had that happen in all of the years I've been dating. I've never, I've never had that happen where I've taken a girl back to my place and like as we're getting closer on the street in front of my place, she just bails like that. Never had that fucking happen. It's like get the fuck out of here. I don't have room for that. I just removed her, locked her. I don't care. Um, I'm skateboarding now back to one of the main stations. I'm just gonna fucking approach. I'm gonna turn it into something, you know, good things come, you just gotta supplement, can't dwell, you know, I'm just gonna immediately flip it into a positive, immediately, just pick up some context, that's it, and it is fucking karma, because you go out of your way, you don't dwell, you make shit happen, and things will happen, uh, I've been taking, like, crap load of rejections crap load of rejections say high proportion day of rejections but I've taken maybe three four contacts maybe i think just maybe three uh but uh the last cross i had to exactly my fucking type like exactly my fucking type um we do the contacts exchange I'm like bam that's it and uh that's it just followed some chick up an escalator in a station out onto the street because she had like this massive canned iced coffee uh, in her back pocket I was like who the fuck puts a can like a massive can of coffee of iced coffee in their back pocket like that I'm like this girl must like she she must just want to take it so I followed her up she was immediately unreceptive just ignored me I'm like cool great zip that's it So I'm doing my approaches in the station, Uh, picked up some good rejections so far, got one contact, I see this other like really cute chick, go say hi to her, introduce myself and like as I say hi, she looks at me in that way and I'm like, okay, I've seen this chick before, Um, okay, I've met her. And like we start chatting, and she's like, she's like, you don't remember me? And I was just like, uh, yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go meet a friend right now. I was like, shoot me a message. She you know, answers. She's like, well, I don't have your. She's like, I don't have your line. Like you took my line. Okay. She's like, you took my line. I was like, are you sure? I was like, you sure? I took your contact. So I was like, let's just scan just in case. So I scan her contact on the spot, and like she comes to the her app comes to the surface on my phone. Uh, with the tagline right there and it says I met her July 31st literally a fucking week ago Uh, and it says like yeah she's like X and X from Taiwan whatever Um, no idea who this chick was so I was just like yeah uh, one yeah uh, cool I was like yeah well we'll, anyway uh, we'll grab a tea I'll shoot you a message that was it Probably wondering what the fuck that Screenshot's about as if anyone gives a fuck Um, no, it's actually Uh, it's 7.39 a.m Um, I'm actually just on my way To a cafe, just got to a station here And some chick just pops out Of fucking nowhere, like this alleyway Between a donut shop and McDonald's And as I was cutting off my skateboard I'm just like, I just popped in front of her, I'm like, I don't give a fuck Uh, I start chatting with her She's like, literally like walking, she's like smiling But walking away from me Uh, as like I'm initiating the chat which this is interesting this can provide some value because this is one of those calibrations where it's like threshold there's like you're on the cusp between is she unreceptive versus is she just deer in the headlights neutral uh, and I just assessed that she was neutral. And, you know, she stops. She chats. Uh, we just have a little bit of small talk. You know, she's clearly going to work. I just basically said, what's your name? Cool. Like, uh, what's your hobby? Like, what are your hobbies? I'm like, cool. Like, she likes to cook. I'm like, great. What are you going to cook for me? She laughs. I'm like, I like spicy food. She's like, cool. I like spicy food, too. I'm like, well, anyway, great. Um, let's exchange contacts. She's like, oh, like, but I have to get on the train. I'm in a rush. I'm like, it's okay. I'm like, it's great. I'm like, let's exchange. So we exchange." that was it. I mean, uh, that was it. No big deal. No dramas, nothing dramatic. Right. I mean, it's just, uh, that's just infield. Um, first thing in the morning. And I also mentioned this because I, I, this isn't me going out of my way. This isn't like me carving out two to three hours later in the day to go to the city to approach. Like I often do. This is, this, this goes to show that you don't need to have time in your day. Time is never a bullshit excuse. Um, It's just you're living out your daily life and you're going to cross paths with girls and you know, it's the girls you choose not to open. Those are the ones that would have gone somewhere. So, I could have not said hi to that girl, right? Never would have known interactions possible. And by all means, maybe she won't respond to the text uh, eventually, whenever I send it to her. Um, But, you know, you gotta create these possibilities. That's it. Dude, like, let alone girls like most fucking dudes are actually really negative about approach, like most fucking dudes are um like you're gonna get a lot of guys who are like that's bad, don't do that, like uh, you shouldn't make girls feel uncomfortable, or they'll just give really really shitty advice, so I agree with Laz on that point as far as like you know something works for you, you know, you have you're confident that you are confident right literally, um you know you don't need to prove anything to anyone or try to convince anyone otherwise but it can be frustrating but you just have to learn to shield out other dudes like that's that's kind of what it is so i just had one of the weirdest approaches i've ever had um i just said hi to this girl she's 25 and There's this guy, like, kind of lingering in front of her. He doesn't look that old. He looks maybe, like, 40 at most. And... Like, he kind of is, like, looking back a little bit as I'm talking to her. She's very receptive. And he's maybe five feet in front of us, six feet in front of us. Uh, she's very receptive. And he just keeps looking back. And, you know, she's very, like, chill about it. And I just said, is that, like, is that, is that your husband? She's like, no, that's my father. And I was like, your brother? And she's like, no, my father. I was like, that's your father. And he just, like, basically walked off. Like, he just, like, you know, it's the fucking dad. Uh, it's just an unusual situation. It's like, I just would not approach a chick normally when she's with her dad, that's just like a, it's a borderline type approach, and it's like, how do you maneuver that, right, like, be forward dominant, but like, you be respectful of like, the father, um, especially here in Japan, and he just like, walked off, and like, let us talk, very weird, uh, and I just said to her, like, we're getting closer to an escalator, and I didn't want it to be like, a backstop, where like, we're all just like, standing there, I just said, all right, well, you're clearly with your dad, uh, I respect that situation, like, you like tapioca she's like yeah and I was like well let's exchange she's like oh no I can't I just like walked off like I didn't even let her finish the sentence I just walked off but I, I talk about that I make note of that approach because as I said just very unusual uh, approaching with a father there and the fact that he just like walked off and allowed me to talk to his daughter uh yeah it was just it's just notable that's all it just worked a third time today. So I said hi to this super smoking chick. She declined the contact exchange. And I said, look, let's." this is all in Japanese. I said, look, let's just exchange and then ignore my message. She like laughed, she's like, ignore your message. I was like, yeah, I pulled out my phone. I was like, just let's exchange QR code. Like, show me your QR code. I'll message you in a few months and then just ignore my message. And she laughed and we exchanged. That's the third time that's happened today. So this is legit, this is legit. This, this is legit um it's interesting i'll like the the psychology behind that as i said i can unravel that it's i can unravel that in time maybe write an article on it um but it's just very very interesting that this is this is a novel thing at least on my end this was really, really good. Uh, I said hi to this smoking chick who was walking in front of a group of maybe like 10 guys and girls. Like, it was like a groupie of like 10. They're like going out somewhere. And it's just like a hot girl that's not with the group who's maybe like six feet in front of them walking. And I, like, the whole group's watching me. I just walked right up to the girl and I just introduced myself. I was smooth as fuck. I was like a fucking double O agent. I was fucking sick. Um, This chick, you know, we're making small chat She's not receptive I'm like, great, zip, peace Uh, It's like, turn around, group fucking sees me I'm like, you like that shit Uh, That's it Just nabbed the contact of a girl in a duo She was smoking, she was my type uh, and her friend was receptive and that she stood there in silence and allowed me to have the conversation with her friend. I've talked about this a little bit before and I've also written about it in my uh, Duo Trio group approach articles but if um the opposite of a girl of a friend being unreceptive like if if you think about uh friend receptiveness it's it manifests merely as them allowing you to have the conversation that's all it is uh so she allowed us to have the conversation for a good 60 seconds um like i asked her hobbies like what she studies stuff like that and i was just like you know do you like tapioca tea she's like yes and i was like okay let's exchange uh and that was it so just very hot chick, duo, uh, pretty standard. Uh, today so far has been pretty fractionally, it's been fractionally low rejections. So it, it means a streak, a streak of rejections is coming. That means I'm gonna take like 15, 20 in a row. It's gotta happen. These things balance out, they always do. So you know, you, you can't get high in your own supply. Um, th- that's important. That's actually a really interesting topic. Um, That's really, really interesting. What I can tell you in short is this. Um, The same way, like, we filter for those similar to ourselves, right? There's going to be some girls who are going to be really interested in you, and there's going to be other girls who are not, right? There's some girls who find me like an arrogant prick, like, you know, not attracted to me for whatever reason and then there's gonna be other girls who are very attracted to me so it's always like it's give or take right it's the same exact thing sexually like i don't i never try to please the girl so i have i have a, a significant awareness trust me like i could easily like you know cater to her fucking let's do all the foreplay let me go down on you for fucking 45 minutes let me like do this i don't fucking do that like I am the most fucking boring person sexually because it's just, like, it's pretty much about me. And, like, I'll tell girls that sometimes. I'm just, like, yeah, I'm really boring sexually. I'm just, like, as soon as I'm, like, finished, it's over. Like, I don't really give a fuck. And there's, like, some women who are actually, like... This this is the point I want to make. There are some women who... They get the most satisfaction not out of their personal enjoyment, but out of making uh the experience literally about the guy like that's how that's like the ultimate submissiveness like from a girl's end is that she's not there to be like oh like i need to come like it's about me like you came but i didn't come yet like that i get really really turned off by girls like that because it's not that i can't fucking like put in quote-unquote effort and make them come it's just i have no interest in that like it's just not me like i don't fucking cater to people right um, like, and I, by, by all means, like, I've had ex-girlfriends where, like, I used to be more like that, like, in my early 20s and stuff. Um, but, like, I've met plenty of people, like, I've met other women who, uh, as I said, they get the most satisfaction, like, it actually satisfies them, uh, the most to, uh, essentially service the guy. Like, that, for them, is uh worth more and uh it's it's more stimulating for them than just like what 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 am i getting out of it from her end right like she it's not about um her coming it's just like servicing the guy that's the long story short i mean we filter for those uh you know that we naturally correspond with i mean of course country like where you're living matters in some form like of course like I'm in fucking, like, the Middle East, you know, I'm not gonna be approaching the same way, most likely, or if I go to fucking Brazil or Mexico, I'd probably be afraid of having a gun put in my face or being killed with, like, how aggressive I am. So, I like being in Asia. It's really, really, really fucking safe here. Um, I can just be as bold and aggressive as I need to be, and I find it stimulating, you know, because I'm not using English during my approaches, and yeah i mean i've sort of just found like and i'm in a populous area a big city in asia so i just i've sort of found like my niche uh everyone might have a different niche um but it's never an excuse not to approach depending on where you're living and the other thing is girls are fundamentally they're still they're still females wherever they are so like people will have these stereotypes they'll be like oh like girls in japan are so shy it's like yeah on the surface like some of them are but like you know they're still fucking women they all want to fuck they're all like some of them who seem really shy they'll have they'll just they'll fuck or like you know it's women are women um so that's no matter where you go i don't know to, to each his or her own i don't really give a fuck um i can tell you that like for example in korea in south korea they take a highly aggressive approach they really do like it's it would be the equivalent of like if uh if you took south korean guys and put them in the united states they'd be like all over cnn on like the front page for like the me too movement like i've literally observed south South korean guys just as one example you know um like literally walk up to girls and grab them first thing they don't even say a word they just grab them by the the arm by the elbow and they start like the girls like shake them off some of the girls laugh they think it's funny that's just one example um and i've had two drinks i'm with my 7 p.m date right now she doesn't speak english she has no idea what i'm fucking saying you like that shit it is 6 30 p.m here in japan on sunday i'm about to meet up at my 6 30 date and i'm here in the station and i just had to double check whether her name is mickey or kimmy um i've gone out with this girl like this would be the third time i've gone out there i hooked up with her Uh, so I was like, it's probably a good idea that I double check her name before I see her. My date is late, so I just started approaching. I just, like, met this smoking chick, and she was receptive, so we exchanged. It's like, you snooze, you fucking lose. So, I don't know what to say. Uh, you know, that's the thing, like, you know, if a girl's gonna be late, you know, you just, you just start walking immediately, just approaching the vicinity. That's it. I don't like leaving audios like this because they're strictly... They can come off very outcome-oriented, and I don't like doing that. <clears throat> In other words, it's not going to be like, hey, man, like, hooked up with uh, all these chicks. You know, I don't really like just talking like that. Um, but today... I slayed my 4 p.m. and my 7 p.m. dates. And the 7 p.m. date... So right now, it's 11.30 p.m. Um, and, yeah, like, it was really weird because, uh, this chick, her style is, like, you know, tight jeans, long nails. Uh, like, she looks like the type who's, like, ready to go to a nightclub, like, super good body, um and the whole night she was like very flirty very like affectionate and close but I have enough experience where I know not to overinterpret that like um, I've been there done that in the past with like plenty of girls where like I think they're so into me and uh, I'll be like affectionate back and then it's like they'll ghost me or something so like I've been in those types of situations before um, and this comes back to like how I've preached. Uh, you know, you really can't ever judge a girl's true receptiveness or what she's thinking on the, based just on the surface, superficial stuff, right? So, uh, but yeah, like uh, just walked her to the station, and yeah, she was like very affectionate, like through the night, and I like was able to assess it's genuine. And like part of me is just like, yeah, that's like weird. Um, and this chick actually she saw me out with a different girl last night so I left like a an audio about that like way way above but um she saw me out with a different girl last night and like tonight like I thought because I hadn't hooked up with her before tonight I thought that that was going to potentially impede uh things but It didn't. So this is literally a girl who, um, this is an example of a girl who uh, concretely knows that I was literally just out um, with someone last night, hooked up with someone yesterday, and uh, was still down today. So it doesn't put off all girls, I think, like, it comes down to... How secure a girl is with herself like if she's really oh my god so put off by you uh being with a different girl by knowing that you've been with another girl um you know that can just reflect on insecurities on her end not to over but uh it's just one avenue of thought um yeah this girl very confident in herself um and she didn't take it too much to heart and that's it I don't like leaving audios like this because they're strictly, they can come off very outcome oriented, and I don't like doing that. <clears throat> In other words, it's not going to be like, hey, man, like, hooked up with uh, all these chicks. You know, I don't really like talking like that. Um, but today, I slayed my 4 p.m. and my 7 p.m. dates. And the 7 p.m. date, so right now, it's 11.30 p.m., Um, and yeah, like it was really weird because, uh, this chick, the, her style is like, you know, tight jeans, long nails. Uh, like she looks like the type who's like ready to go to a nightclub, like super good body. Um, and the whole night she was like very flirty, very like affectionate and close, but I have enough experience where i know not to overinterpret that like um i've been there done that in the past with like plenty of girls where like i think they're so into me and uh i'll be like affectionate back and then it's like they'll ghost me or something so like i've been in those types of situations before um and this comes back to like how i've preached uh you know, you really can't ever judge a girl's true receptiveness or what she's thinking based just on the surface, superficial stuff, right? So, uh, but yeah, like, uh, just walked her to the station and yeah, she's like very affectionate, like through the night and I like was able to assess it's genuine and like part of me is just like, yeah, that's like weird. Um, and this chick actually, she saw me out with a different girl last night. So, I left, like, a, an audio about that, like, way way above, but, um, she saw me out with a different girl last night, and, like, tonight, like, I thought, because I hadn't hooked up with her before tonight, and I thought that that was going to potentially impede, uh, things, but it didn't. So, this is literally a girl who, um, this is an example of a girl who, uh, concretely knows that I was literally just out um with someone last night hooked up with someone yesterday and uh was still down today so it doesn't put off all girls I think like it comes down to how secure a girl is with herself like if she's really oh my god so put off by you uh being with a different girl by knowing that you've been with another girl um you know, that can just reflect on insecurities on her end. Not to overgeneralize, but uh, it's just one avenue of thought. Um, yeah, this girl is very confident in herself, um, and she didn't take it too much to heart, and that's it. It's it's completely deregulated, so it's a matter of it's situational, right? I mean, there's gonna be sometimes when like I'm walking through a long corridor that's crowded with people, like I'm not just gonna be stopping with her instantly in the middle of the corridor. It tends to be a situation where, for the like, if I approach a girl in a long hallway, I'll kind of wait until we reach an atrium, like a, a crossroads within a station or something, to sort of slow down and uh, you know exchange with her there um it's just as i said it's improvisational like if if i approach a girl and she slows down uh like as i say hi like sometimes we just i don't even walk with her at all and we're just literally standing there so it's it's completely improvisational as to like how far i'm walking with a girl sometimes i exchange with her uh while we're walking like um she's not slowing down at all i can gauge that she's not slowing down And even as I slow down, like, she's getting ready for the contact exchange, but we'll literally do it while she's walking. And then I just turn around and go the other way after the exchange. I talk about not to open a girl like you're a bat flying through an open window. Like, it's good not to do that. Uh, I try to bring my energy level down to hers. Um, I think that's important. This isn't synonymous with changing your behavior for her to avoid rejection. It's not that. This is just healthy calibration. I don't, like, run up to a girl super high energy and aggressive and expect her to want to engage with me. Like, I I try to calm down for a second um, and just open her that way. Uh, Once again, largely improvised, but um, I think opening her calm and composed, that's ideal. I just didn't react at all. Um, it was literally like, I'm not joking, but I, you think I'm exaggerating when I write five seconds, like this wasn't an, this is not an exaggeration. This, and that's specifically why I remember that situation, uh, in particular, uh, and that she literally, like she was super attractive and she put up her hand, like this very stereotypical, like, don't even bother kind of thing, rolled her eyes. And I reacted zero, like literally not even 1%, like literally zero, i just said like what are your hobbies or whatever it was and she instantly would, like smiled and was receptive and, and in the moment i remember thinking what the fuck like that's crazy but i mean that's how you learn shit like that's how like i'm not some fucking saint that automatically knows this shit like you learn these types of things by being exposed to them where like uh you know undeniably like before that moment i would have told you yeah of course that chick's unreceptive. like it's not a question um but i mean that's how you learn that uh, that's an example of deer in the headlights. Good question. It was complete deregulation. Um, like I talked about how if a girl is genuinely unreceptive, you should leave, right? Sometimes um like I'm like if a girl is unreceptive, it's not that I it's not that there's a requirement that I instantaneously like dart off in the opposite direction, like peace. Like it's not really like that. Like sometimes if a girl comes off unreceptive, and I've just been making lots of approaches, like, it's not that I'm needy, and I need to stand there talking to her. It's not that. It's more just like, sometimes I'll entertain or experiment for like, another 10 seconds, especially at my level. Like, I'm really, I'm far past the point where like, I'm approaching girls, because I'm like, trying to, you know, get contacts and stuff like that. Like, at this point, it literally is practitionership for me, where sometimes I'll even experiment with, like, novel situations, and, like, and that's an example where it's, like, I say hi, and it's, like, rather than just instantly walking away, I just decide to be entertaining or aggressive, like, self-entertaining and be extra forward and aggressive and just say, okay, what are your hobbies? Like, you know, what's your name? Stuff like that. And finding out that girls will sometimes actually be receptive anyway that's how you learn these things like sometimes you have to violate your own uh rules um and that that's how things that's how perspectives evolve so you're probably wondering what the fuck the above screenshots about so uh this is a brief audio about age some guys ask about age they get paranoid about age i'm 32 you can see this girl's 18 Uh, I proudly state my age. I think something to bear in mind is something is only weird if you make it out to be weird. So... If I'm just like, yeah, 32, yep, yep, oh, like, how old are you, 18, okay, I'm 32, 32, oh, you look so young, yep, anyway, what are your hobbies, if you don't make it out to be weird, it's not weird, and, like, this girl happily exchanged with me, she was super receptive, um, and, like, I say this, because, like, I remember back in my shy days, I'm not fucking around, like, I remember being, I remember turning 24, and meeting a girl who was 19 like essentially by accident on a train and i did not want to tell her i was 24 because i thought she would think i'm old uh now i see it as an advantage uh so yeah that's that i just wanted to leave that uh, quick audio um nothing more i just made a duo approach that i would say was above the one in one million level Uh, in terms of how I executed it uh, and that the girls were very reactive like I just just kept my cool I was so smooth so clean I was like an agent like I literally just like swooped in there uh, executed on the conversation uh, pushed for the contact exchange she resisted I just said no it's okay like uh, like we can exchange and she looked at her friend her friend gave her the approval Uh, this is an interesting topic because never try, I didn't look at her friend once the entire conversation, um, never try to ingratiate your way in with the friend or friends. Uh, don't think you need to open them, look at them, make eye contact. Uh, the number one way to quote unquote, win the friends over is to just be confident. That's the only, that's, that's actually what will win the friends over more than anything. Don't pander to them. Um, So, yeah, that's it. Exchange the contact. Uh, Girl was super smoking. university student. Uh, I told her, I'll I'll message her probably in December. Uh, She laughed at that, and then that was it. I walked off. I just picked up two Masaki's back-to-back in the same location. Uh, I'm in a long corridor so i just literally it was textbook exchange contacts you know what's your name masaki how old are you 29 okay cool i walk she goes one way i walk back down the corridor i see another hot chick this one's a bit younger she's 18 what's your name masaki cool uh let's exchange great let's exchange so we did um that's it uh Things are like, you know, things are accelerating today. I've got some good momentum already, um, but, you know, just staying process-oriented. I'm already zero for one. I just opened some chick at the intersection. I haven't even gotten to the uh, the station yet, so that's it. Uh, I mean, we're off to the races. I wanted to leave this audio before, but I was on the train. I couldn't use my phone. Um... So, this is this is a first, actually. So, uh, I said hi to, I, in the above audio, I said hi to a girl at the intersection. She was smoking. Uh, she instantly, like, gave me the Japanese bow reflex, which I talked about in the last article, uh, that that means a girl's unreceptive. I've never gone on to get a contact of a girl uh, who's done that. And, like, she kind of did this mini bow uh, and then just essentially, like, ignored me. And it's like, that was that. Uh, I just skated off to the station to take the train she ends up walking down into the station where I am uh, at the platform I see her, uh, she's got this underceptive look on her face, uh, she sees me she turns around and walks the other way she's waiting at the platform and then the thought that crossed my mind was uh, that I want to experiment in novel situations so I just picked up my shit, walked right over to her there was some guy watching, I walked right over to her said hi to her she was fucking receptive on the surface and i'm like okay like maybe i can overturn this uh the the train was literally coming in like 30 seconds i just asked like basic things like your name uh your age your hobbies that was it and then the train was coming and i just said you use line she's like yes we exchanged um i attribute that to the female state she was unequivocally unreceptive at the intersection Two minutes earlier, three minutes earlier, um, she came down to the station, shifted states. Uh, I approached her a second time, and she was receptive. Granted, I was able to calibrate. Uh, you know, I was aware in the moment of how I was very non-needy, uh, not changing my behavior at all. Um, but I ended up exchanging with her. So. Uh, Let that be a reinforcement of the female state, where there's plenty of girls you'll say hi to who are unreceptive, and you know, you could literally, they could change state, you could bump into them, uh, by all means, next Tuesday, they're receptive, or just, in, in this example, just a few minutes later, in a different venue, and she was receptive. this isn't like to try to come off cool like oh wow i'm so amazing like i'm so laissez-faire like this isn't this this literally is not uh a joke like yet you, you have to try to understand um and you know i'm not bullshitting like when i when i post screenshots of like you know getting 30 contacts in a day or 43 contacts in a day or even just like 15 truthfully like even later that day, I have no idea who some of the girls are, I'm just like, I don't even know, like, if I were to look at the contacts, like, maybe a few, yeah, if I try, but then, like, you know, you stack those days, and, like, I I don't remember these girls, for the most part, like, I really don't, and then, it's like, I'm pretty much always going on blind dates, that's what it's like, like, I'll see, like, I'll, I'll be messaging a girl, and it's like, I see the date that I met her there, or like, where I met her, I'm like, cool, this just happens to be, like one of the girls i messaged who's willing to go on a date but like i don't specifically remember who she is it's not to come off like cold and sensitive or just you know or disconnected but it's like uh when you have these types of numbers then you know it's that's just sort of going to be an incidental result it's about mental energy it's like there's no room for all of this uh all this space in one's memory so i pretty much like most of my dates are from my perspective they're blind dates And I meet up with the girl and I'm like, oh I hope she's hot, or like I hope like she's cool, or like they're essentially just blind dates for me. So I'm on my way to a 4 p.m. date right now. It's 3 55 p.m. on Wednesday here. So I just had an interesting sequence of events. So I was skating on a side street that no one fucking goes on. It's like the it's like the sketchiest side street um behind a train station. So Uh, Yesterday I was on this side street And I see this like really smoking chick In a black dress I'm like what the fuck So like I skated up to her Approached her She was immediately unreceptive Deflected me uh, Wouldn't look at me Ignored me Cool I I left pretty fast And then that was it Uh, Didn't think anything of it Today uh, As I said I'm on my way to a date Um, I'm skating on the same side street And I see the same fucking chick I'm like no fucking way And you know how it is Like the female state I'm just like I'm gonna entertain myself And approach this chick So like I flip around fucking approach her again same exact shit but I was a little bit more pushy like I just kept like feeding her fucking statements and she just ignored every single one of them which sort of just demonstrated like a chick's underceptive she's unreceptive. Under she didn't even look at me that's another that's another very important point to know is that she didn't even look at me yesterday or today she like if she were to literally see me in a lineup she would have no fucking clue who I am uh, never made eye contact with me once yesterday or today so what happens is I uh, I get to the end of the side street. at the intersection i'm like pissed off because the light's uh red and it's just like it's taking way longer than it needs to i cross the intersection and there's some smoking chick on a bicycle, like, thick legs, just, like, very good body, uh, who just, like, pops up last second at the intersection waiting, uh, so I skate past her, and I'm, like, no, I'm gonna approach this chick, and I do, and she was fucking receptive, and it was pretty much just, like, my short, boring convo, like, oh, you look Vietnamese, like, you know, I was, like, you have a really good body, but what are your hobbies? How old are you? Uh, anyway, I have to head this way, uh, let's exchange, and she exchanged, so that's that um yeah as i said i have a date in a few minutes so that's it the only way to the only way to improve situational calibration is to literally just immerse yourself and fuck up a million times over until subconsciously you have a better idea of how to engage people and that's not synonymous with deregulation like you know, always wing it, just always improvise. Um, But you might have an idea, like when, you know, you say hi to a girl, like of your your general, like energy level or like your mannerisms, like they're things you're not thinking about yet concurrently on a subconscious level, they're tied into like nuanced calibration based on the specific circumstance. That's pretty much like the the best way I can describe it. Um, I think from just no matter how many approaches you've done or haven't done, like, you can always easily conceptualize deregulation, just doing what you want, saying what you want. Uh, and then in terms of, like, your ability to do that, your ability to calibrate, uh, that's just going to come with time. That'll unfold with time. You got to be patient. Um, you know, you're not going to automatically, like, next by next week um be like hyper efficacious you know maximally like deregulated like everything that you're like hoping out of your approaches so it takes time uh years i once went over to a chick's place uh this is while i was living in australia actually i went over to a chick's place and like while we're literally like on her bed like hooking up uh she's just like oh she's like can you grab that like box of condoms right there and like i like next to her bed so like i just like reach over and grab it and literally like it says uh like it's a box of 14 condoms i'm like yeah and i said i said to her right in that moment i'm like okay cool i'm like yeah i'm like let's use this box of 14 condoms where there's only four left in there awesome um but it's like you know what are you gonna do in that moment who the fuck cares but like yeah, I guess that situation transfers. I think Laz's example is really good because, like, I've never actually had that situation uh, where the girl's actually seen a rapper. Um, I've never had to deal with that, probably because I don't really use condoms that often. That's probably the reason. Skateboarding right now. I'm on my way to the gym. 6 p.m. here. I have a 7 p.m. day. Uh, so, like, right before I get to the gym here, I pass the cafe, there's like this really cute Korean looking chick who walks out uh, onto the intersection. She's standing there and there's, it's like pretty busy. It's like quiet, but like busy, a lot of people waiting around, I like see the lights are still in favor. She's still standing there. So I just like, I flip around, walk right up to her big surrounding audience. uh, And I just said, you look cringe and then the lights turn. She ran away. Like everyone's watching like big surrounding audience, like watch essentially me make an approach. approach this intersection followed by a girl run away like that's what everyone witnessed and I didn't just I didn't react whatsoever just like skated now I'm at the gym I'm one for three. So uh, the second chick who just rejected me, she—this is really good. Like uh, as she's rejecting me, she literally like ducked her head and like scurried away. Like she, she basically ran away. Uh, I just found it very amusing. It's like she was terrified, like just absolutely terrified. I reacted zero. Like didn't move my feet, didn't change my facial facial expression. I just like watched her scurry away, like a fucking mouse. That's that's what it was. She was like a mouse. Just went on a 4 pm date, biggest fucking waste of time ever. Um Like I meet up with this chick. She looks fucking great. I mean she's a dance instructor. She's 23 uh her english is fucking terrible but she like is she like insisted on like practicing her english uh so we're having like the typical like foreigner with like japanese chick at a cafe like speaking in dumbass english to like you know hopefully prostitution her back to my place uh which she wouldn't fucking come back with me like and it was like it was like an extended cafe uh excursion too it was like 45 minutes like normally it's like 20 30 minutes for me interaction like from the time i meet her till saying goodbye is like 45 minutes in general like if she doesn't come back this was like uh longer than it needed to be just put it that way um so, yeah, I, uh, I just walked her. Like, as soon as she wouldn't come back with me, like, like I pushed it, as soon as she wouldn't come back, I just switched into fluent Japanese. I'm just like, all right, like, we're not, no, like, fuck you. Like, we're not speaking English anymore. So it was just, like, fluent Japanese, like, the rest of the interaction, walked her to the train. And then in the, sta- in the middle of the fucking station, I just kissed her. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, that was it. Pretty much always, if I had a guess, I would say... 90 plus percent of the time when i get the contact it's like i instantly leave i might make like one or two more statements or sentences like follow-up things just improvised but uh for the most part i just leave right away it's it's really not maybe 90 is is an undershoot like maybe 19 out of 20 contact exchanges i leave right away maybe one out of 20 it's sort of like uh there's just like an arbitrary like extension of the conversation for whatever reason but in ge- like to answer your question though, uh, be in the habit of leaving right away when you get the contact exchange. Don't make it an arbitrary midpoint. Uh, there's a false notion that uh, there's a false notion against leaving right away. Like the implication being, oh, like you know, you get the contact and it, you're gonna come off to her as though like you were just trying to get her contact and that's not good. Like you should try to keep talking over there. Uh, I don't I don't agree with that. I think uh, once you get the contact. It's actually the most non-needy thing to just leave. Um, and I can't say this enough. I know it sounds so redundant, but you really just have to deregulate and improvise. Like, by all means, like I said, one out of 20, I might there might be an extension of the conversation. Maybe that one out of 20 literally is the appropriate conversation to do that for like the few approaches you do on a given day. So, I mean, it's uh, just deregulate. The correct answer is you do whatever you want. Seriously, the correct answer is do whatever you want just remember that confidence comes from rejection not the other way around so you know we like to think about all these positive outcomes and stuff uh but i really can't emphasize enough that confidence comes from rejection so i can preach about omg i'm so confident i'm so amazing right but you have to realize like uh i get rejected more than anyone else out there so I'm not confident because I don't get rejected. I'm confident because I get rejected more than anyone else out there. Uh, th- the more rejections you take, the more confident you become. I can't emphasize that enough. So it's about reframing it as a good thing. This isn't like, oh shit, you're on all the, you're taking all these rejections. You're on a rejection spree, and this is bad. Like you got to rise up out of it. It's not like that. Uh, I. Like, I want you to really understand that, uh, the more rejections you take, uh, the more confident you become and it's a slow process. You're not going to feel it overnight as with anything in life. That's worth something as in anything in life that has meaning takes time. Um, so, you know, just invest in the process. Uh, the rest will take care of itself. Yeah. So, I just slayed my 4 p.m. date. It is 6 p.m. here. I just walked her to the station. Um, She's without a doubt the hottest girl I've hooked up with this year. Like, she's 21 and just, like, out of this world smoking. Um, It's one of those things where it's like I wasn't changing my behavior for her, but, like, I just had, like, the awareness while I'm out with her. Like, that it's just, it's one of those situations where it's like you're undeniably out with a girl who's, like, one of the hottest of the hottest that you're going out with. Um, and it was just very streamlined. I just did everything I needed to do. We just went straight to a cafe, uh, maybe 20 minutes tops into being at the cafe. Uh, the conversation truthfully was not good. Like it was very, very boring. There was like nothing to talk about and I just pushed it the best I could. Like, you know, it was just filling in time. Um, uh, so like, you like movies? She's like, yeah. I'm like, what's the last movie you saw? She said, like, I don't know, uh, Avengers or something. I'm like, wonderful. Uh, I have a bunch of movies on my computer. So I was like, I live, like, three stop, stops from here. It's like two minutes. I'm like, let's go to my place. She's like, okay. And I didn't act weird about it. It's just, you know, it is what it is. And uh, she just took my lead. I was just doing everything I need to do. Like, um, in other words, I didn't, like, with my behavior, with my gestures – Uh, I did not uh, essentially at any point check to see if what we were doing was okay. It was sort of like, I just said, let's go. And I just would walk and she's just following me and like, just, as I said, taking my lead. Um, So yeah, that's it. I just, uh, and we smashed walked her to the station. Uh, I don't necessarily like leaving audios like this because, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, we don't need to talk about, like, the outcome orientation. I don't need to be like, hey, guys, guess what? I hooked up with some chick. Like, uh, that's not, like, really the purpose. Um, you know, I think it's good to just stay process-oriented and stay focused on, like, the rejection stuff like that. I think I picked up, like, four contacts earlier. You know, you can't get high on your own supply. Four contacts, but it was maybe um, at least, like, 20, 25 rejections, maybe, that I took while I was waiting uh or before i went to my 4 p.m date so i'm meeting up with another girl at uh seven so originally well earlier my 7 p.m date flaked and i had another girl at 9 p.m so i'm meeting up with a 9 p.m one a little bit earlier i've hooked up with her before so um that's not like a big deal for me but the 4 p.m date that was a new hookup um that's it i don't really need to leave the world's longest audio Even, like, when I think about all of the approaches I've done to this day, uh, like, it was a big deal then, and I I still consider it a big deal even now. Like, looking back, uh, that chick 100% in my mind was just completely unreceptive. Um, But I just, yeah, I wrote down my number, and I explicitly thought to myself when I was uh, walking down the stairs in the library that... Uh well that's an easy rejection out of the way. Hundred percent chance I will not be hearing from her. I literally thought those words to myself. I said that. Um and then she texted me the next day. So and like I ended up uh I hooked up with her for a bit. She wanted a relationship, you know, that whole that whole uh situation played out its course, but um that could have been something serious and it all stemmed from an initial interaction where I was convinced, I was certain she was not receptive, Um, you know? So it's hard to speculate, you know, maybe she changed states, you know? Um, But we had talked about it, and I think it was the fact that I had walked up to her, told her she was cute, I held my ground, I was very steady with her. Um, I think it was just my read, I think my read was off. I don't think, yeah, I don't think she necessarily switched states. I don't think she was unreceptive and then automatically became receptive the next day. I think in this one particular case, Uh, she did find it very attractive, the approach. Um, It's just, uh, it's further proof that you can't read the initial interaction sometimes. I've talked about before how it's perfectly acceptable. Perfectly acceptable for a guy who, if he is rusty, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, It's perfectly acceptable for him to Merely walk up and ask for the time and to do that five times, and then on the sixth approach, just simply say his name instead. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's not like you're going to be doing that 500 times, you know. The momentum takes care of itself. Uh, being able to say hi five times in a row, regardless, as to if it's you know for the sake of asking for the time, that'll create a momentum where the guy actually won't need to do that on the sixth time it's perfectly acceptable uh yeah we've talked about the approach itself is the success so um perfectly acceptable so i took five straight rejections and then i see this chick who literally looks like a plastic doll And I said to myself, before I said hi to her, I was just like, well, this one will be receptive. And she wasn't really particularly receptive, but I got her contact anyway. I have a thing, this is going to sound really fucking weird, but like, I have a thing for, like, I'm really into super plasticky Asian girls. Uh, like where it's obvious that they've had like lots of plastic surgery, but like, they, and they look like a doll. That's like a look. Like some girls like like looking like that, and I I'm into girls like that. Um, I know it sounds weird, but this girl looked like a like a plastic uh, doll. Uh, she was she was really hot. She was really smoking. Um, that's it. Um, the long story short is. The same exact way, the same exact way, you'll meet plenty of girls that you think you have such amazing chemistry with, and then you'll go on to text them however long later, three days, six days later, however long it's going to be, and they won't respond, or they'll ghost you. And likewise, you'll meet girls whom you are convinced are not interested in you, but they give you their contact anyway, and then you go on to message them, and they will respond, and you will hook up with them. The same way that's the case... uh, That can be extrapolated and translated over to the amount of time you wait until you text a girl in other words you might believe it might sound reasonable that if you text her right away it's like oh like that should maximize my chances of like of her meeting up right and similarly if you wait too long you think that that reduces your chances you're like oh like she'll forget who i am uh i mean that's that's very reasonable it's very logical i can tell you there actually is no correlation um there really is not uh yeah as last said i have um you know i'll meet plenty of girls i message like pretty soon won't respond and i'll i'll message plenty of girls months later and you know they'll respond the percentages are pretty much the same if i launch off like 20 texts um you know whether it's three days six days from when i meet the girl or whether it's like three months later the proportion of responses will pretty much be exactly the same. Um, you know, you're going to get most who probably won't respond, at least half won't respond. Uh, and then, you know, some might send you like a hello back kind of thing. You might have like a small like interchange, uh, with some of the girls that won't go anywhere. And I'd guess maybe three of three out of 20 will ultimately go on a date. doesn't matter when you message them, however long later, it doesn't matter. Um, That's just my guesstimate. So uh, there's a lot to talk about on this topic, but um, I'll just wrap it up with that. Like, for example, I've seen uh, a guy approach before where, like, his style was... Like, I shouldn't... I don't mean to criticize it, but, like, you know, because everyone's different, you know? Could you really argue that there's right or wrong? But, like, um, I've seen another guy approach before where, like, his style was... Uh, the first thing he'd do is, like, say hi, and then, like, put out his hand for, like, a handshake to be like, ooh, wow, like, we're generating touch. Like, um, if that's you completely deregulated, like, that's just literally how you fucking approach girls because, like, you know, that's your natural self in your skin. Like, rock on. But, like, I think most guys tend to, like, they implement that sort of thing, uh, this this notion of kino. Um, it comes back to neediness and, like, lack of regu- uh, lack of deregulation that's what i see it's basically a word that refers to uh guys changing their behavior in some form intentionally in order to try to generate sexual tension um i see it as the opposite of deregulation that's the thing like obviously if you're forward if you're deregulated improvised and forward uh, i see that as the most non-needy and attractive state i think when you intentionally try to implement uh like tactics uh that's when the male becomes less attractive Uh, he's more regulated in that state so kino it's almost like in the fact that the word even sounds like you know fancy or like you know a bit strange like i i find that uh like when i hear that word it just reminds me of neediness like i imagine like guys who are like trying to act a certain way to try to generate sexual tension because Uh, they just, like, don't know how to deregulate, they don't know how to, um, just approach with an abundance mentality, you know, it's, uh, I just make that connection, like, all one in the same. Um, that's pretty much the long story short. Um, when you write up above, keep the sexual tension, um, I would say I see it more as, um always keep things forward and then like the sexual tension quote unquote will naturally be a secondary manifestation of constantly being forward like in other words I I disagree with the notion of like guys trying to like use kino like touch and like trying to like focus on certain conversational topics or like trying to do certain things to like keep things sexual you know keep this tension i know you didn't mean it like that Uh, i'm just i'm just uh refining the point because this is like this is largely uh propagated through like uh like pickup communities and stuff about like sexual tension my view is just always keep things forward extremely forward extremely fast and if if that's if that's the male's focus uh things are naturally going to be geared toward a sexual interaction anyway and i think that um at least from my style like i think that is how a male can be as most attractive yeah that's from my perspective i think it's really good to be optimistic i really do i mean what all what alternative do we have in life by default you know um and but i can tell you the truth is many guys are actually not looking to change uh i've learned that through my blog like trust me um i wanted to be like hyper fucking optimistic if everyone the benefit of the doubt um plenty of guys are not looking to change and they won't change and that's actually that's understandable and reasonable because that's uh you know the population functions on a bell curve like we all have different dna um i used to think it was all about influence like strictly influence that's it um and you know as long as the right guidance is there like people will change right um I think guidance can help bring out one's core. That's really what it is like if the core is there, the correct guidance will bring it out. The correct guidance essentially just functions it's conducive for a male being able to expose his confident uh his confident core uh, but there's lots of guys who won't change that they're not interested in changing. you know they'll pay thousands of dollars like for uh, all these like scammy boot camps courses all this stuff uh, and they won't they'll make zero progress whatsoever. Uh, they'll insert all of their like their misguided and myopic views on forums um, and they'll try to bring down other guys even if like somewhat uh indirectly and like but they'll uh you know lots of guys aren't looking to change um, that's it never ever ever fucking take advice from a woman when it comes to approach and dating never the same the same girl who will tell you one thing about like oh like you know don't be creepy like you know xyz uh she'll fucking be like into that secretly like and that's just one example like never take advice from girls um it's just it is what it is um like this is such a long lengthy discussion and but the worst thing you can do is take advice from a girl when it comes to dating and approaching. Went to exchange with a very receptive 20 year old chick who was cute. And she's like, I don't have the the line app, but I have, uh," I was like, she's like, I'll give you my phone number. And I was like, you don't have, I was like, you don't have the line app. She's like, I'll give you my phone number. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Like, I just literally... And it's literally because I didn't want to take the two seconds to, like, enter her phone number into my phone. Like, who the fuck does that in 2019? It's like, I'm not going to stand there, fucking manually type your phone number into my phone. Like, get out of here. Like, who doesn't use the Line app in Japan? So, either way, that's it. I was just like, I'm not. I was like, I'm walking. So, this is excellent. So, I just said hi to some smoking chick. We're walking. We're walking and like she speaks english a little bit so like i go to close her and she, like, looks at me for a second. Like, she can tell. It's like, I, you can't hide the truth sometimes. I'm just, like, I have so much momentum. I'm so aggressive right now. Like, she could just read that I'm, like, very mechanical and just, like, I'm giving off that vibe excessively that I'm just, like, picking up chicks. Um, like, she could just tell I'm not a, like, she's, this is not a one and only conversation. So she, like, looks at me. She can assess my vibe. And she just says in English, she's like, no, thank you. I have a boyfriend. That's what she says and I just looked her dead in the face and I just said no you don't I was like we're going to exchange contacts I was like I'm going to shoot you a message and then you're just going to ignore my message and she just says okay so we exchanged contacts and like her face was like a little bit blu- like a little bit blushed as we did that and after we exchanged I just said yeah I'll just shoot you a message maybe in like November or something we'll like grab a coffee she's like okay sounds good that was it So I just said hi to this extremely smoking chick in a group of six. And the whole group was, like, blown out of the water. Uh, It was one of those things where, like, the five other girls were like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. Like, it was so crazy to everyone. I just, like, kept my cool, didn't react at all, didn't change my behavior whatsoever. Um, It was just very good, very well calibrated. I was just doing my thing. And the group was receptive. This is interesting to note. So we talk about, like, friends slash group group receptiveness, right, which that will manifest as the group Merely allowing you to have that conversation with the girl you singled out. So they allowed me to have that conversation, uh, and we were like maybe two or three feet away from the other five girls, is like everyone's like looking on, and I just I kept it short, very standard, and I went for the contact exchange, and the girl was like, you know, she couldn't she couldn't handle let's just say she couldn't handle the tension in front of her friends. And she's like, oh, like I can't, and then I did my my stand. I'm like, look uh we're gonna exchange and then i'm gonna shoot you a message in a few months and just ignore my message and she's like no no like i can't exchange with you i'm just like all right that's it peace i just walked away Got off the train. And I said hi to this cute chick. She looked Korean. I'm walking with her a little bit. She seems like, you know, neutral, receptive. Uh, she like, I was basically like, how old are you? And she like looks at me like she smiles, and her teeth were like, they were so yellow. They were like corn. Uh, and then like right at that moment, like she like kind of waved me off. Like she was unreceptive, It's like good, get out of here. I don't, like I don't care. It's literally just on the same spectrum of, like, improvisation, deregulation. Uh, I think it's a good idea to just confirm. Um, The way I tend to do it is, like, let's say, you know, right now is Thursday. Like, let's say uh, I've got a date lined up for Tuesday. Like, I agree to that with the girl. It'll be a situation where maybe on Monday night um, or, like, on Tuesday morning, I might just text the girl the time and the place again or just the time or just like say confirming this time. That's pretty much it. Um, I mean, there's nothing really more to it than that. I would actually, and as I said, because deregulation is the best thing, but, uh, one, one thing I tend not to do is be excessive in any way in terms of like communication beforehand. Like I, um, and I'm being careful not to say like what you're doing is right or wrong in any way. Uh, I'm just saying my style is I wouldn't be like, hey, all right, like just confirming this time I'm gonna go do this first. I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z. The more you tend to say beforehand, that's only gonna increase the probability that she's gonna flake. It's stupid. It's dumb. Uh, it's just what it is. It's just something. Uh, at least in my subjectivity, I've been able to feel out that once you confirm a date with a girl you essentially want to minimize the communication keep it soup uh not because you're trying to be non-needy in any way it's just it's just one of those uh biologic things from her end uh you don't want to be overly enthusiastic you don't want to be like overly eager um and just like and, you know, there will be some girls where, you know, you're like, great, I'm looking forward to it. She's like, same. And you're like, awesome, great. Like, you know, I'm glad the girl's into me. Like, cool. And you know what? That will happen. Uh, it's awesome. But if you if someone put a gun to my head and they were like, it had to be one or the other, um, I just, I always edge on, uh, like, once the date is confirmed, I just pretty much just end the communication. And then we'll just, like, tell her the time the morning of. And then we meet up and that's the end of it. that's a really good question uh and the answer like the shortest most succinct answer i can give you is that i am actually extremely inefficient when it comes to following up on my leads in the sense that uh no i don't try to have a certain number of dates um like per day or whatever like i'm very very random and i'm highly improvised and just very inefficient i would say i have self-awareness i have the awareness that that is probably the one area of my um i don't know what we could call it like approach process like the holistic process from like start to finish of like the approach like you know the confidence building the approach the communication the texting setting up the date like all this stuff like I would say the follow-up, uh, is for me is where I'm most inefficient and truthfully, like this isn't excuse making. I would say it, it literally just comes, it, that literally is because I come from a place of just non-neediness. I'm not outcome oriented. And, uh, I just don't really care about where those outcomes, like where they go, like what happens. I don't really care. So, and I also know that it doesn't matter when you text a girl, like, you know, you could literally just shoot her a text four months from now and she doesn't respond. And you're like, Oh, I waited too long. Like I should have texted her earlier, you know, but there's plenty of girls that you'll text super late and, you know, you'll go out with them and hook up. There's plenty of girls that you'll have great chemistry with and you meet them, text them, you know, six days later and they won't meet up with you. They will, they'll ignore you. So we can't draw these conclusions. Um, I'm highly improvised, that's just what it is. Like, I'll have pockets of time where maybe I'm hanging out with, like, a few girls more consistently. I'll always go on dates here and there, but um, it really just depends on, like, when I shoot off uh, loads of texts. Like, I think what tends to happen, this is just, if, and this is the first time I'm articulating this or even really thinking about it, but what tends to happen is, like, if I go through, like, maybe a two or a three or a four day period where either i don't have a date or there's like girls there's like several girls in a row that flake that tends to be the driving force or impetus for me to just send off like 20 texts and then like the process sort of surges um in terms of like new hookups and stuff like if I if I have, like, three, four days where I'm, like, looking at my phone, I'm like, oh, shit, like, I don't even have any, like, dates lined up. Like, oops, my fault. Because, right, because the leads are there. Like, clearly I could have established the dates if I had give, if I had given a fuck or, you know, put in the effort. So if I ever, like, notice that, like, I'm sort of falling behind or being inefficient, I don't have dates lined up, and I'm like, well, what have I been doing? I might just shoot off, like, 20 texts. Or if there's, like, as I said, like, four girls who flake on me, and I'm like, this is bullshit, like, I might just shoot off, like, 20 texts. And it's very random. It's very improvised. Um, that's a long story short. So there was some chick I was supposed to have a 7 p.m. date with today. Basically, like we had agreed to meet up on the 21st. It's it's the tw- it's 10:30 uh, p.m. the 21st right now here in Japan. Uh, so we had like agreed like. I don't know, at least, like, a week in advance to meet up today, and she had sent me some link, uh, regarding some, like, I don't know, some event, something in, like, Kyoto, it was, like, just an idea, like, she sent me a link through the app, I didn't even click into it, I'm just like, okay, some, it would be, like, the equivalent of some chick sending you, like, a link to, like, a cafe in the city or something, like, it's some idea, she's floating, and you're like, okay, whatever, this chick is, like, you know, putting ideas on the table, but... Regardless, I'm still just going to tell her, like, 6 p.m., meet me in front of this building, and we're, we're just going to do, like, you know, my thing. Um, so then I texted her, like, the day before, yesterday. I texted her, uh, just meet 7 p.m., this station right here, which is, like, convenient for both of us near where we met. And she based, like, the long story short, is she basically just sent, like, a very... Uh, like an incredibly ranty and needy text back, like a lengthy text back saying like how she can't meet me because uh like clearly like I didn't look at the link that she sent me and that it was an event in Kyoto and that like seven p m is too late, and that like we wouldn't be able to make the event, and I'm like, What the fuck, and I pretty much just like put a question mark there and it was just like weird response. Uh like I didn't even look at the link you sent me, nor do I care. Uh you took this so this is like you took this so personally for no reason. Uh and she's like, Okay, well like, you know, like we're not gonna meet and I'm like, Great, cool, we're not gonna fucking meet, like, get the fuck out of here.